pounds for not an asshole drunk on an A beer. Drunk on an A beer. Can you get drunk on an A beer? I think you can. I need to go check out some N.A. beer. Maybe tonight when I'm done with this podcast, I'll go get some N.A. beer. What do you say to that, motherfuckers? Did you got a favorite N.A. beer? I know I ask this a lot on the Patreon, but uh, if you guys have a favorite N.A. beer, let me the fuck know. Let me the fuck know. Because I'm pretty curious about it. Oh, uh, hey everybody, it is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. It is Monday, November 8th, 2021. Thank you for listening to this. This is the freebie. I do the freebies on Mondays and Thursdays. I do Patreons pretty much every other uh, day of the week. Although, uh, I'm going to say it now, I don't think I'm going to do a Patreon on Friday nor on Saturday. I know I suck dick. Suck huge monster cocks. Stu, why are you not going to do Patreons on Friday or Saturday? Well, well, everybody, well, listening audience, uh, I am going to see Billy Burr, Billy Buttfuck, on Friday in Day Trois. He's at the Fox Theater, I think, so I got tickets for that. And then on Saturday, I'll be going to see some grapples up in Kalkaska. So you guys know me and the grapples. And the grapples are, for whatever reason, they're doing it at like 4 in the afternoon, which I'm not going to lie, is fucking great. Because the show will be over by 7, I'll get home by 10, it'll be great. If, if they had the grapples at 8, I wouldn't get home till like 2, 3 in the morning. Fuck that shit. I think the reason they're doing it early in the day is because Saturday evening there's some sort of wrestling pay-per-view. I think AEW has got some big wrestling thing happening. It's hard to keep track, everybody. A lot of it has to do with the fact that I also don't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't care about the big-time promotions. Uh, I don't care about WWE. I don't care about AEW. Um, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch any of their stuff. I sure as fuck don't want to pay for any of their stuff. I'd rather just see smaller time promotions and the thing I'm going to in Kalkaska, Michigan. That alone right there should tell you how uh, small of a promotion it is when it's in Kalkaska. Kalkaska has three K's in it for a good fucking reason, everybody. It is a town you should never go to. But uh, the name of the promotion is also is called Mr. Chainsaw. I am going to see some grapples from Mr. Chainsaw in Kalkaska. So um, definitely no podcast Friday. Possibly, maybe podca- Patreon on Saturday. I don't know. We'll see. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. So if you guys give a shit, uh, if you guys like this shit, you'll like the Patreon shit, so go subscribe. Uh, Just five bucks a month, that's it. Just go subscribe for one month, five dollars. Help me pay for my fucking furnace. My furnace took a shit last week, everybody. And um, that would be great if you could. Just one month, five bucks, there we go. Be a part of the six-member mafia. That would be awesome. 
Uh, and if you guys are new to this podcast, welcome. It's not always me begging for money. <laughs> it's usually me bitching about shit in my life up front. And then it's me bitching about shit going on in the world the second half. So that's it. Uh, I'm Steve McAllister, a one-time comedian, a one-time social worker, now a part-time podcaster, full-time asshole. Although I am trying to be less of an asshole, everybody. I am doing my best, trying to do what I can. Life gets in the way. I got a... Uh, get well soon card i guess <laughs> from scott from pa thank you very much scott uh, thank you for the card i appreciate it he was like your 2021 has been shitty mine has been shitty he's like i just like you i also have now high cholesterol and he will need to take meds hopefully he doesn't need to take meds for the rest of his life i think I will need to take mine for the rest of my life because it just seems like uh, it's a genetic thing and not this stew you eat like a fucking idiot. I um, I don't eat like a fucking idiot. Or at least I try to not eat like a fucking idiot. I imagine we all do in some shape or way eat like a fucking idiot. But, uh, but there you go. Thank you very much, Scott from PA. I know life has been pretty shitty for you. Um, so I, I appreciate it. we're uh, we're uh, cholesterol bros. <laughs> Ugh. I wish there were better things to be bros about, but whatever. I uh, took a huge shit this weekend, everybody. Um, with uh, my football bets, I bet the most amount of bets I've made. I made six bets. Usually I'm three, sometimes four. I was feeling fucking cocky, everybody. I was a cocky motherfucker, and I bet six. And as a result, I uh, I, I, I fucking gave the finger to the fates, and the fates were like, you can't fucking give us the finger. And so I only won two games. <laughs> two out of the six. Fucking Bills fucked me over. A lot of upsets. Bills fucked me over. Uh, the Cowboys fucked me over. The Raiders fucked me over. Uh, the Packers fucked me over. I really had good thoughts on the Packers. The Packers were the underdogs. Uh, mostly because Aaron Rodgers, that fucking dumb cunt. I'm trying to be less of a cunt. Apparently Aaron Rodgers is trying to be more of a cunt which is pretty hard for him to do because I've always felt he was a fucking cunt, even before all this COVID stuff. I'm not, not, I've never been a fan. Is he a good football player? Yeah. Is he a cunt? Absolutely. So I thought, though, even with him being out, they would beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs are shit. But uh, Jordan Love, abysmal first game of his NFL career. I think it was his first start. His mom and girlfriend had the absolute worst seats in the house. I don't know how how they did that, but uh, that was something that was shown on a lot of the sports network. They were like at the very last row in, in fucking Arrowhead Stadium. And now I get that tickets in Arrowhead are probably coming at a high premium at a pretty price, but fuck me. This is the girlfriend and mom of the starting quarterback. We don't give a fuck. Get in the back. Okay. 
All right, there they were. So uh, I got fucked. Ugh. But I'm still playing with house money. I'm still playing with house money, even with the two victories. Thank God one of the victories was uh, was an underdog bet, so I made more money from that. But shit. God damn. I, Vegas made a lot of money this weekend. A lot of upsets. A lot of ugly victories. A lot of victories that made you scratch your head. Like, I felt... Uh, I've been on a winning streak. I have won more than I've lost. And so I'd like, oh, I am the greatest sports prognosticator of the century. And nope, you can't give fates the finger because the fates will give you two thumbs up your butt that you did not want. Uh, Speaking of uh, thumbs up your butt, um, I started watching a movie last night on Netflix um, you guys, uh, for the Patreon subscribers, you guys know I recommended two movies that I saw on Amazon. Um, I saw on Amazon Prime this weekend that were great. Two thumbs up. And where the fuck is this? So I started watching this thing on um on Netflix. Where? Oh, there it is. The Harder They Fall. It is a Western movie. The cast is all African American. Idris Elba plays the bad guy. Uh, a lot of people that you'll recognize and you know the names. As I'm watching it, it's got very much a Quentin Tarantino look and feel to it. And uh, I didn't finish it, but I fucking loved it so far. So I would, I would, that's another one. I was three for three this weekend with, uh, with movies. It's fucking great. So go check that out. If you have Netflix, go check it out. The Heart of the Fall. The two on Amazon Prime, if you guys care, are called uh, The Silencing. And the other one was called Intruders. And Intruders also is on Tubi and Voodoo and Pluto as well. So if you don't have Amazon, you can at least go watch it over there. So how about that? Stu's got some positive things to say. Oh my God, he's never positive. He's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Now this motherfucker is giving positive movie reviews that you're goddamn right I am. I've been hearing commercials you know driving around for dipping dots all day it was a long day it was like a 10 and a half hour day for me today and i'm driving around and uh they i'm hearing commercials for christmas shit and i i love christmas as much as the next guy probably but uh i i don't fucking um i i don't need it now everybody i just don't it's too too goddamn fucking early. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I know there are some stations that are already playing Christmas music. I think if if I my uh, if I were to ever run for president or office of any kind, my whole platform would just revolve around uh, making it illegal to play Christmas music till after Thanksgiving. You could even play it on Thanksgiving Day, but. Uh, if you were to play Christmas music before Thanksgiving, you would immediately get arrested and you would have to spend a year in jail. A second offense, death. (laughs) 
you would get uh, stabbed in the heart with a candy cane. That's what it would be. No fucking early Christmas music. Because I love, I love Christmas music. I do. But I don't want to get burned out by Christmas music before December even hits. It's November 8th. We got uh, 22 days yet before the end of November. I don't want to hear Christmas music for 22 days. I don't want to hear it. Am I in, am I in the minority? Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. I'm wrong a lot about a lot of shit. I'm not wrong about that. I'm not wrong about that. I started reading a book yesterday because the Bills got fucking hammered, everybody. I'm not going to lie. It was a shitty game. They played poorly. Big Buffalo Bills fan, everybody. They played like shit. I turned it off in the third quarter. There was nothing to indicate to me that they were going to come back and play well and win the game. I'm like going, maybe they'll win the game, but the game, will it'll be a shit game. It'll be like... Uh, They'll they'll win thirteen to six or some shit. They end up losing nine to six. Ugh, game of field goals. That's just not a fun game. So I I fucking turned it off. I'm like this is not helpful to me. I, I did the dishes. I raked the yard. Uh, played with the dogs. I started. I picked up a book. Read was reading this book by Chris uh, Gethard. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. He had his own television show. I, I think it was on MTV. Um. Pretty funny dude. I, I, I He's more of an improv sketch kind of dude. Um, I read one of his books that was kind of like an autobiography. I liked it a whole lot. This is kind of more like self-help shit. And I can't lie, I, I'm, not, I'm not into it. Um, a lot of it's like, yeah, I fucking struggled. And this is what I did to get out of my struggles. And I'm like, you know what? Just because it worked for you doesn't mean it'll work for the rest of the world like and he's like you know i worked hard for this or that and i'm like oh uh, fuck. we all we've all worked hard motherfucker and sometimes and just because you work hard doesn't mean you will be rewarded with positive things fuck so then it becomes do you want to continue down that path of working hard and being like ah oh, fuck this shit's not going anywhere for me or do you change course? And that's what I've done. I've changed course. I'm not I'm not focusing on the comedy shit anymore. I just I can't. It was just too much of a struggle. And 17 years is a long time to put into something and just feel like you're you're middling. And I'm like, fuck this. You know, you hit you hit that ceiling and you're like, fuck that. And more power to you. If you hit the ceiling and you broke through, I'm not gonna be that fucking guy. So it's finding other things. So I said, Chris, I'm putting your book down, man. I'm not even going to continue reading it. So I got, I got stacks of books on my dining room floor. I ran out of space, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I got to start reading some other shit. So that's what I'm going to read. If you guys have any recommendations on books, let me know. I had passed along some of my Jack Reacher books to a friend of mine, Sarah. And because uh, she's big into this, like, uh, the military uh, revenge shit. And, and uh, Jack Reacher is clearly kind of pseudo-military. He's not really revenge. He's more about, I'm not going to put up with bullshit. So, uh, so I passed him on to her. She started reading them and she's enjoying them. So if there's anything that you guys got, let me know.
I might even have it. <laughs> I got a lot of shit. And I and I do mean shit. I signed myself up for uh, another a bo a booster shot, everybody. I, I, I got vaccinated back in April. I did the old Johnson & Johnson. I just wanted to be one and done. And apparently one and done is just not good enough. So I scheduled to get a booster shot tomorrow. Uh, it should be good. That's one of the things at the Bill at the good old fucking Billy Burr show. Apparently, they're going to take everybody's temperature. I guess I don't know necessarily if we need to show our vaccination cards, which I'm perfectly fine with. I know people seem to lose their fucking minds about oh my god, vaccination cards. Ah. I'm all right with it. If they want to do it that way, fuck, I'll do it that way. I'd, you know, I'd feel more comfortable that way knowing everybody in the fucking place was vaccinated. I get that people who have been vaccinated can still get COVID, but what it does is it uh, reduces the severity of the symptoms. So why wouldn't you fucking get it? Yeah, I, I hammered Aaron Rodgers this weekend. I don't need to hammer him anymore. He's a fucking moron. Fuck that guy. But I look at the tragedy of what happened down in Texas this weekend, Astro World or some shit like that. A fucking, I don't, I don't know anything about it. I'm old as shit, but apparently it's like some sort of a huge rap uh, music festival down in. I, I, I'm assuming it was Houston, since they're calling it Astro World. But maybe I'm wrong. Travis Scott, I have, I couldn't fucking pick Travis Scott out of a lineup. I honestly don't think I've ever heard one of his songs. But apparently the boy is huge. He's a huge motherfucker and he's drawn like a motherfucker. And there were issues, you know, 50,000 people were at this thing. And uh, for whatever reason, people kind of rushed the stage and People got trampled and crushed and smashed, and I guess eight people passed away. All very tragic. Tragic. In my mind, too, though, I'm like going, Jesus Christ, 50,000 people? That just seems like a super spreader event waiting to happen. I mean, I, I wouldn't have gone just based solely upon, I don't want to be around 50,000 people. I'm going to feel kind of weird at the Bill Burr show. I don't know how big the Fox Theater is, 5,000, 6,000. I mean, I'm assuming Billy Burr sold out. But I'm going to feel a little weird about that. I'll have my goddamn mask on. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Bill Burr can say shit about me. I'll tell him to fuck off. I'll say fucking lick my dick and eat my balls. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. When... when are things ever going to get back to normal? Will they? Ugh. You know, we t delivering Dippin' Dots today, people are always asking me about new flavors or whatever, and I'm like, hey, man, hey, man, just be grateful you're getting any flavors with the, you know, supply chain issues and whatever else. What a weird fucking word, supply chain. I mean, fucking two years ago, three years ago, you've never used the word supply chain, right? I'm sure you didn't. I know I hadn't. Supply chain. <sighs> All right. What's going on in the world today? Well, I talked about Christmas. One of those companies that seems to fucking always have a war on Christmas is goddamn Starbucks. Right? 
Starbucks always comes out with their Christmas cup. I think they probably have a lot to do with the outrage. Like, they promote the outrage. Do you know anyone who's really outraged by Starbucks coffee cups? That it's a war on Christmas? Because, you know, it's always like Christmas trees or Santas. Like, oh my God. They're taking the Christ out of Christmas. Really? Who is this shit fuck? What's this guy's name? He was some sort of evangelist back in 2015 was the one who was like, oh my God. Starbucks, they're fomenting a new front in the war on Christmas. Get the hell out of here. The 2021 Cups return on Thursday with four different designs. And instead of hate-filled tweets, social media users returned with memes of the arrival of the war on Christmas. Ugh. cares? What do the Cups even look like? I'm not going to lie, everybody. I can't even tell you the last time I went to a Starbucks. I'm not enough of a cough, a coffee, a caffy aficionado to really be like, oh, my God, this is the coffee that I need. I need to go to Starbucks. I drink gas station coffee. I don't think I really give a shit. So when these coffee things come out, no one should really care, right? Marketing professor at the University of California at Riverside, Margaret Campbell, told the Greenwich Time, I think we're in a time as a society where culture wars can flare on anything that's seen as perhaps an indicator of you being on one side or the other. And yet at the same time, I think the reason people are joking about it is because it's a Starbucks cup. It's not a war on Christmas. And yeah, there you go. It's a fucking just, it's a coffee cup. Nobody cares. You're just like, oh my God, this is great. Apparently the four things, there's a wrapping paper design, a ribbon design, a holiday light design, and a candy cane design. All right, I mean, none of those seem to me to be a war on Christmas, again, unless everything has to be baby Jesus or angels or whatever. Does everything have to be frankincense and myrrh? I sincerely hope not. But I don't care enough about any of it. It's just it's lunacy to hear about it. It's and that's why I almost feel like it's probably Starbucks people who started it. Oh my god, Starbucks starting a war on Christmas. I gotta go there to support. Oh, I gotta go sit out front with a sign saying ban Starbucks. Oh my God, there's a guy outside of Starbucks saying we need to ban Starbucks. Fuck that guy. I'm going to go to Starbucks because fuck that dude. I want my Christmas uh, candy cane cup. I don't give a shit. It's all dumb. It's all dumb. One guy who might tell you it's dumb, the whole war on Christmas, is this pastor down in Tennessee. Kenny, did you hear about this shit? Did you hear about it? This happened down in Nashville. There was, I guess this may have happened yesterday, perhaps. I don't know. But there was a guy. It's a small-looking church. It doesn't even look like there's 30 people there in the service. And there's a camera pointed down at the service. And I don't know. There's a, this guy showed up. 
and he had a gun and he's waving it around and there's no sound on the video so i don't know what the fuck he's saying he's probably bitching about starbucks starting a war on christmas that would be my guess and uh apparently i don't know this guy must have been delusional or drunk or something because he did not see the pastor come up behind him and tackle him and take the gun away from him he because this guy was just kind of waving the gun around willy-nilly pointing it at parishioners and that's when the fucking uh pastor said not today this happened at a pentecostal church no shots were fired thank god for the uh quick action of the pastor he wrapped this guy up he was a better tackler than most of the buffalo bills were yesterday i think the bills should watch this tape and sign this guy up because he wrapped that dude up good he took him to the floor and he said not today not today satan not today that happened down there in nashville I don't know if I've, I haven't really ever been to church. I mean, it's been forever since the last time that I went regularly when I was a kid. I was probably like 10 or whatever. And then at the age of 10, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and I stopped going and I didn't even go with my parents. I went with the people who lived down the street. My dad didn't go. My mom didn't go. I went with the people down the street. My mom is a regular churchgoer now. I think she's she's going to a fucking... Um, oh, what are those fucking people are? They got like the 12 tenants or whatever. Not Episcopalian. They're fucking... Uh, they're, I don't want to call them hippy-dippy people, but they're pretty much like, yeah, you know, do what you want. Everything's cool. My dad never went. I think I take after my dad. I got zero interest in religion if there is a god he should go yeah these people are doing the best they can they're not fucking anyone over but it probably doesn't work like that right i need to believe in a fearful wrathful god that will smite me down if i don't believe in him because he's got self-esteem issues <laughs> right ween i believe in ween hi ween dog hi sadie dog Oh, two good girls. All right, we'll go walking after we're done with this shit. We'll go, we'll go out when I'm done with this shit. And they got, I'm going to make this a short one today, everybody. I'm done. It's been a long day. I'm tired. Uh, this, staying with COVID, everything is always COVID related. I can't even consider this a movie from my childhood because I'm old as fuck. But you guys remember the Mighty Ducks, right? That was a uh, that was a great movie with Emilio Estevez. He's a coach. He's coaching kids hockey, and uh, it's it's fun. it was good. I remember it as being good. I don't remember the sequel so much. I think there were two sequels, but apparently there was a uh, there's a TV show now on Disney Plus, the the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Don't know anything about it, but they convinced Emilio Estevez to stop doing nothing because I don't think Emilio had been doing anything. 
they said, hey, come do this shit with us. Come back and be uh, Bombay, right? That was his name, something Bombay. Uh, I can't remember his fucking name. I'm just surprised I remember it was Bombay. But he comes back and he's coaching kids again. It's all great and whatever, but there is an issue with it. Uh, there's an issue with him in the filming and apparently he's out i'm like how can you be out you were gordon that's what i think was gordon bombay is that right gordy uh he's done and the reason he's done is because uh covid related issues and he goes he says there was nothing more than a good old-fashioned contract dispute and not, as some would believe, an anti-vaccine position. The veteran actor insisted he was not anti-vax, but added that he was anti-bully. He did not disclose whether he's been inoculated as COVID-19 or not. Well, cl no, clearly he isn't. Anyone who won't disclose if they're vaccinated or not, it's because they're not vaccinated. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I don't think I've ever met anyone who was vaccinated and was like, ah, it's my body, my choice, whatever, fuck off. Uh, apparently, though, what had happened is uh, good old Emilio had contracted COVID last year. And he has, uh, this is something I had not heard of before, but he has long haul syndrome. And what is that, Stu? What's long haul syndrome? He has uh, symptoms of uh, the disease such as fatigue, brain fog, and shortness of breath. And these things continue to linger for months, hence the long haul. So, uh, he's, Amelia says, the show producers tried their best to assuage my fears of coming back to work. You have natural immunity. You'll be the safest one on set. I was repeatedly told additionally it was warned by my former reps about possible consequences and legal jeopardy I could face for not reporting to work as ordered. Because I guess I guess at Disney you need to be vaccinated, I think. My exit from the show was due to a myriad of creative differences, aka not getting the vaccine. Uh, any other narrative is false. That's another thing, too. False narrative. What a weird fucking phrase. What a weird phrase. Supply chain, false narratives. To the fans of the franchise, I'm as disappointed as you are to my Ducks cast and crew. Have a wonderful season two on the show, and please know that I will miss you all. Disney Television Studios has required the Mighty Ducks, Game Changers cast and crew to be vaccinated against COVID-19. The company has not responded to SFS's statement. Well, there you go. There you go. I mean, hell, if, if that that's the hill that you want to fucking die on, Emilio, huh? Fucking not getting vaccinated. You you fucking you had the disease. You can get the disease again, motherfucker. Why why would you not want to get vaccinated? Well, whatever. Uh, I hope they, they fucking kill his character. Uh, he, he fucking falls through some ice on the pond and he freezes to death. How about that? That would be a fitting end to Gordon Bombay. And then uh, fucking bring back the guy, the goalie who's on meth. <laughs> Have him come back and coach the kids. Have the meth head come back because the meth head is smart enough to know 
I need to get vaccinated. I know I love this shit that's destroying my teeth and my brain and everything else, but I'm smart enough to know that I need to get vaccinated. <laughs> I'll take my chances with meth, not COVID. Fuck. All right, everybody, that is it. That's the podcast for today. I hope you guys appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the swears. I hope you enjoyed the occasional funny whatever uh if you guys can do solid consider subscribing to the patreon just try for one month that's it and then if you guys can do these three other things for me go check out the sunday slaw that's adam house and stephanie house they eat coleslaw they love coleslaw they make coleslaw what do you think of that that's their thing that's that's their kink everybody coleslaw so what I want you to do is go check out their Facebook page, The Sunday Slaw, because that's where they uh, talk about it. They do Facebook Lives. They interact with the crowds, the fans, lots of them. So uh, go check out The Sunday Slaw on Facebook, please. Then go check out Magic JBN. That's John Big Dick Midgley. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow for my booster shot. I'm going to ask them to fucking uh, stick the fucking needle right in my dick. Just give me the vaccine booster shot right in my dick. Then I, hopefully I get a huge fucking cock from it. <laughs> but anyway, John Big Dick Midgley, he's a magician and he's good at it. The dude's multi-talented. I am very impressed by this guy and his existence. There's a lot going on with him. But go check out his magic page, Magic JBM on Facebook, for all the magic stuff that's going on in his world. And then last but not least... Go check out another episode podcast. That's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shaped their childhood. So these are old movies. These are movies that are at least been around for 20 years plus. So you've heard about them. You've seen them. You know what's going on. No no spoilers necessarily. If you're getting mad about a spoiler on a 20-year-old movie, fuck you. But every Wednesday they drop new episodes, and this being November, they are continuing with what they like to call Hanksgiving. All Tom Hanks movies this month, everybody. So every Wednesday will be a new Tom Hanks movie. This coming Wednesday will be Toy Story, that Pixar classic with Woody and Buzz Lightyear and everybody else. So uh, go listen to another episode podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And follow along with them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So that's it, everybody. It's a short one today, but I'm tired as fuck. I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon. I'll let you know how the booster shot goes. And uh, that's about it. I love you guys. Thank you for paying attention. I will talk to you later. Have a good day. We'll see you. Goodbye.